I ran Michigan. I don't even know what he was thinking. He's just a complete brickhead. Uh, Brady Kachunk. Thomas is my best friend. I got a lot of good looking nukes on my team. You just got nuked. I just them. I just them. We'll see. Hi everyone, and welcome to episode Anton Volchenkov of Elite Sun's Brain. I'm Biata, and as always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Twitter user, at Ericsson's Burner. How's it going? I'm doing good. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, this is actually a cool milestone episode for us, because uh, 24 is the number of episodes that uh, This American Life had. So we have now tied This American Life for number yeah. of episodes. That's pretty fun. That's cool. That's like an honor. I feel like last time we discussed this, like before we started recording, mm -hmm. that we were like coming up to it and I said, or I don't remember who said it, but we were like, let's just get to 24 and never post it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we said, wouldn't it be funny? Yeah. If we just did 24 and then we said, yep, we're out. That's the number. Yeah. That's the maximum number of podcast episodes we can do. Yeah. Um, or no, the thing is, is that 24, then I get subbed out and you bring in someone. <laughs> yeah. Just on a rotation. Um, why 24? It's a mystery. Nobody needs to know. It's a beautiful number. It's a great number. Wasn't it, um, who's, uh, is it Christian Wallanen's, uh swagger number he once said? Yeah, when he switched to 24, he said, it's my swagger number, so I have to keep it. I think so. I, I think that's what it was. Um, so it's our swagger number as well, <laughs> clearly. Yeah, so welcome to episode 24 swagger um yes yes exactly um anyways uh since we last recorded an episode the sends are back uh and then they left again they're it's over again yeah. but they were briefly back in the sense that they destroyed the montreal Canadiens, which is all that really matters to me yeah they destroyed them so severely that the Sens admin posted a tweet that was deemed too mean, and then they had to delete it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think some speculated that it might have had to do with copyrighted music or something. But in my heart, in my heart, it was deemed too mean. And also, without going into specifics about uh, my personal life, I will say I have been um, called out by some Montreal Canadiens fans uh in my day-to-day -day life, I have had some interactions that are reminiscent of when I was in high school and was constantly talking shit about the Habs. So I would say that the Sens are very back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They were back for like, let's say like, I don't know, three and one third games, I think. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Because they beat the Habs and they also beat the Flyers, which as we know is like a huge accomplishment. Um, everybody, <laughs> when they beat the Flyers, is like, we're winning the cup. So yeah, that exactly. was pretty cool. And then, you know, they they had a few games where they played well, but didn't win. And then the Rangers game happened. And we don't need to talk about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's where the one third comes in. That was the first ever hockey game I've seen where it was one period long. And then no one, it, the, the second period and the third period didn't even happen. So. Yeah, it was really interesting. I feel like that's a cool thing that the NHL is doing that I would be interested in, especially as a Suns fan, you know? If we just yeah. play 20 just twenty minute games, like, I feel like that's a good uh, amount of time for a hockey game, personally. Mm -hmm. 
It's like the opposite of a doubleheader. It's like, let's do mm-hmm. a one-third game. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty it's fun. Innovative. And that first Habs win was especially fun because literally it happened at the exact same time as PWHL Ottawa defeating Toronto. So yeah. it was just like, you know, they came together to maximize their joint sleigh. Like they were they were on some like wavelength where like together they were just like, we need to destroy our rivals. What a what a night, mm-hmm. truly. It was so awesome. Yeah. Follow me on Blue Sky. I said Montreal is nothing, Toronto is nothing, Ottawa on top. So that's the content you will get. Exactly. I haven't been checking Blue Sky as often as I should be. I need to see your posts. I, man, yeah. I should be checking it just for you. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's really demoralizing there because, like, I'm like, guys, I get, like, seven likes. And, like, if you are getting seven likes, like, that's awesome. But I'm like, I used to be somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, since you've been uh, deactivated, what I have been doing is every time I see a tweet that I'm like, I need Erickson's burner to see this, I just send it to her or just text her, like, go watch the video the Sens just posted, um, and then we discuss it. So actually, if you have been posting, like, banger tweets on Twitter.com, there's a good chance they have been sent to Twitter user at Erickson's burner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, I'm there in like a mm-hmm. like a sense. So don't worry. I I still see what's going on, guys. I know everyone was deeply concerned. Everyone was like, yeah, like she won't see my tweet. What what is the point of being on this website? I know, and I know that's why everyone posts. I know everyone's like, mm-hmm. I post for one person, and it's me, and I appreciate that. And I feel like you may feel abandoned. And for that matter, uh, your Tumblr posts also being sent to her, and they have been this whole time because I am on Tumblr. I and I am seeing your posts and I think most of you who listen to Elite Sun's Brain and who interact with us and stuff don't know what my personal Tumblr is, which is fair because I, you know what, I don't want people to know it, but just know I am following you and I am screenshotting your posts and I am sending it to my co-host and we are, you know, talking about how great your Tumblr posts are. So just, just know, I hope that's really uplifting to you. Yeah and not stressful yeah just know we see everything yeah we see literally everything we name search constantly so i do i'm not gonna put that on you i name search constantly (laughs) um yes i i am not a name searcher i'm afraid i actually um and i need to announce this to certain people who might be checking this because they've been blocked by me and want to know what i have to say because i'm sure that they're obsessed with me I don't even see when you tag me in things. I'm really sorry. I have my settings so that even my notifications tab is only people I follow. So, like, I, I'm not name searching. I'm not I'm not even seeing what you tag me in. Apologies. But I do see good posts and send them to my co-host. Yeah, that's, like, the level of what we're doing at this point. Like, mm-hmm. if you're being weird online no one sees it you're shouting into the void yeah and you know i'm sure that nobody has tagged me in anything all week Uh, Mm -hmm. nobody has been talking about me yeah like i you know i heard some things you know people were randomly dming me saying are you okay and i was i'm sure that's about nothing yeah i'm sure there was nothing going on just check in on your friends periodically for no reason at all yeah 
nice. For no reason. It's definitely not at all concerning when some news drops and you start getting messages asking if you're okay <laughs> and you have no idea what's going on. Oh my god. Um, that's the closest we'll get to discussing this news because we don't want to. Yeah, it's um, upset our though. listeners. <laughs> if if you don't know what we're talking about, don't worry about don't it. Don't look it up, guys. If you don't know, don't what name really search me on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Just live in your bliss. There's nothing good happening. <laughs> this makes it sound like I've said something really problematic. Oh no, no, no. I, I didn't. I didn't. I promise. Well, I mean, it depends who you ask. But if you're listening to this podcast, you don't think it's problematic. Don't yeah, worry. Don't worry, guys. You, you can name search me. You, you, you can you can search my username. See, that's the thing. You can, if you just search my username, you can see what people are tagging me. And then, again, I, I'm sure that it's all really kind things. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> uh, Sens, right? Yeah, they're great. Um, Tim Stutzla is such a hater. I love him to death. I love him mm-hmm. so much. Yeah, when he was like, it's so nice to see the Montreal fans leaving. I was like, that's awesome. And then it was funny because then... Because that was, they were leaving the, like, Sens building. So it's, like, obviously that's nice. But then um, I think the game they played at the Bell Center against the Habs where they won again, I think, like, they asked Corpusalo, like, oh, does it, like, feel good to see the Habs leaving their own building as well? And I think Corpusalo did not want to get caught up in the hater energy. So he was just like, yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> See, that's the thing with rivalries and stuff. Often, you know, people will say, oh, the players don't actually care that much. Like, you know, it, it's mostly a fan thing or like, yeah, they care on the ice, but like they don't genuinely hate these teams. It's really nice to see a player who is just like very obviously legitimately hates that team. And like it is personal for him. And he is not shy about yeah. <laughs> making it clear that he personally deeply hates that hockey team no it's so funny it's like oh like you always hear about people being like yeah it'll be nice to like embrace the rivalry and then they don't give it their all Mm -hmm. Tim Stutzla real hater energy I love to see it it's wonderful also did you see when the Sens like saluted the fans in Montreal oh my god oh my god really (laughs) well okay they we'll talk about this in a minute they were saluting their moms of course oh yes, yes But it looked like they were saluting the fans. In my heart, they were. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Eight and O, baby. <laughs> I love that they just keep beating the Habs. It makes me so happy. Yeah. It's like the one thing that we can rely on, which is very nice. Because being a Suns mm-hmm. fan, like, there's so little you can rely on. Yeah. But just knowing that we can beat the Habs, it's like, you know... Wins over the Habs sustain me for weeks. It's like, I'll be so down about the team. And then they beat the Habs, and I'm like, this this feels good. I'm, yeah. I'm happy about hockey now. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't even know how to describe it. I was going to use something awful to describe it. I was going to be like, oh, it's like those like drinks that like contain all the nutrients you need. But those are like famously <laughs> disgusting. So never mind, scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're, where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah. It's like Percy Jackson. Okay, mm, yes, yes. It's like Percy Jackson, um, like nectar and ambrosia. Like that's what a win against that. I know. Is. It tastes like whatever you want it to taste like. You know, it would taste like your favorite thing in the world, and it like heals you. And yeah, like it's just so good for you. I mean, if you're not a demigod, you burn up in flames. But, like, if you are, you know, that's what it is. Yes. 
exactly and you great know, analogy. It, with the Roman theme of the sins. It's true. We we did something here. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to. Remember. I know that they're Greek in Percy Jackson. Oh, but, but you know, there's Camp Jupiter too. Like, do they? I, I forget because they had different versions of different things. I can't remember if they had ambrosia as well and nectar. I don't remember what it was. I feel yeah. like they had a different version of it. Like, funny. <laughs> because also, yeah, because also, it's not just demigods oh. at Camp Jupiter. Like, it's also people with like very distant relations to the gods, right? So yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> Someone who has read Whatever. this more recently, tell us. Or maybe I should just reread the series. It's been like four years. That's that's a long time for me. I should reread them. Yeah, I think they hold up except for like some insane stuff. That's like, why did he write that? We don't have to get into that. Like, you know what? That's so part of the charm of the Percy Jackson series. Uh, very yeah. hastily edited. Uh, I re- I've always had that impression. <laughs> I remember even the first time I read it was like, Rick Riordan, you need a better editor. The vibe is very much like we need Harry Potter again and we need it now. So like, yes, that's kind of what it is. I loved. Okay, we're going on a tangent now. I really loved reading um, The Lost Hero and the way that they talk about Canada is so fucking funny when you're Canadian and it's like they talk yeah. about crossing the border and it gets colder and they like <laughs> Piper speaks French because it's the language of the gods but she's in fucking Quebec City speaking French to people and the French is so bad and somebody's wearing a Habs jersey and like yelling about hockey it was so funny <laughs> That's, like, what it's like. Oh, my God, that's so funny. I just remember them being, like, we have to see, like, these, like, giants with this, like, really long name. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, what's an easier way to pronounce that? And they go, Canadians. Yeah! <laughs> okay. And there was, yeah, what, what was what I was getting at is that Rick Ryden is not very good at doing research into things. He, he really, no. and, you know... He's been cancelled a little bit at times for his lack of research into, you know, portraying marginalized groups and stuff like that. And it's like, honestly, yeah, I get that, um, considering how, like, yeah, blatantly bad he is at just doing basic research about things. But you know what? It's somewhat endearing. It adds to the charm. Like, people call him Uncle Rick or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, that's the vibe. Exactly. It is your uncle who is like, oh, you can't say that. <laughs> okay. um, shout out Rick Ryden of the Percy Jackson series. Yeah, <laughs> um, we're rebranding. We are. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, as we alluded to, we're going back to the sense. Um <laughs> I don't even know who Oh, we were talking about how Winds Against the Habs are like Nectar and Ambrosia from the Percy Jackson series. Yes, exactly. Um, anyways, and then we talked about, yeah, we mentioned that the moms were there. Um, the moms trip was pretty great. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, there is undeniable evidence here that the Sens need to just have the moms there for the whole season because, like, things went, things got bad as soon as the moms left. Yeah. They really did. And it's like, you know what? Like, yeah. You know how, like, the feeling of, like, when your mom is, like, not there and you're like, ugh, like, it hurts a little bit. I feel like that's what happened to them. Yeah, I feel like they're just mama's boys and they 
yeah. need to win in front of their moms because they love their moms, which is really sweet. Especially since last mm. year, I remember that the dad's trip was disastrous. So they love to disappoint their dads, but they need to impress their moms, which I think is just very sweet. Yeah, that's nice. I like that they don't care what their dads think. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they care too like, much, you know? Oh, yeah. That's real. It's intimidating. Yeah. But it was nice. It was nice to, like, it was nice to see the moms. I think we'll, like, talk about this a little but like, seeing them before you see the jersey number and being like, wait, whose mom is that? Because she looks so familiar. It's like they all, like, I feel like they all look a decent amount like their son. So it was, like, mm-hmm. a fun mini game. It's, it's like, often, like, I can't really... Like, I wouldn't be able to just, like, look at any of them and identify who their son is. But then once I've seen the jersey number or, like, I see them next to their kid, I'm like, oh, I see that, you know? Yeah. It's always fun. Yeah. Like, Brady Kachuk has the same face as his mom, and I have known this for a while. Like, Matthew takes after Keith, but Brady has Chantel's face. Yeah. And that's always so nice. I feel like, as a son to like look like your mom it's like mm-hmm. that's a compliment like if like someone's like you look like your mom it's like that's just like a nice thing sorry no if it's two dads out there but like i feel like that's always mm-hmm. a nice thing to look like your mom it is yeah thomas shabbat i find also looks like his mom they have like a similar yeah. face um it's i thought tim stutza looks a lot like his oh, mom really okay yeah i, can I like see it. saw it a lot interesting mm-hmm. yeah in the picture with like all the moms and the players i find it really cute that I have the picture up right now. Matthew Joseph and his mom are making the exact same face. They have the exact same smile. It is so cute. Yeah. It's so nice. And also, um, Shane Pinto and his mom have the same, like, deeply piercing, like, blue eyes. <laughs> and it's, like, a little bit, like, unnerving. Oh, wait, you're but... right. <laughs> but also, okay, there was, like... The Sens did a tweet thread of the moms, like, walking into the Canadian Tire Center, and they were all wearing jerseys and stuff, and holy shit, there is this picture where Ridley Gregg's mom is just, like, standing, and she's got, like, her hands in her pocket, and she looks exactly like Ridley Gregg. It is uncanny. Like, it's, if you look, yeah, yeah, do you see the picture? I'm, like, I have it pulled up now, like their eyes yes they're just like the the face the like the stance even i was like oh my god that is like yeah the that is a very strong resemblance there so always fun yeah sometimes feels a little bit stalkerish but i don't know (laughs) i think it's fine right Wait, just, like, looking at their moms? Yeah, just, like, being kind of obsessed with um, their moms yeah. and seeing the family resemblance. Ever. It's just fun. I posted the pictures. We can mm-hmm. look at the pictures. And there's just been so much cute content. Like, there was mm-hmm. uh, there was a video where they had the moms each, like, describe their son in one word. And all of them were being so sweet. They were like, oh, he's so great. Like, driven. I can't even remember the, like the words that they yeah. used. It was very cute. And then Shabbat's mom shows up and she's like, brat. <laughs> also, I wouldn't even call Thomas Shabbat a brat. No. But I guess his mom probably knows him better than I do. So fair enough. I mean, just a little like, bit. Yeah. Maybe like a tad, but I feel like I know deeper emotional things yeah. that I made up in my head. But like... I mean, like, I have a deep parasocial relationship with Thomas Shabbat. I feel like I know him very well on a parasocial level. Yeah. 
Not to be worth something, but yeah, I was like, that's hilarious. But yeah, it was just so cute how everyone was just like, oh, he's so hardworking. He's like this and that. I was like, oh, it's just so sweet. It's just like a nice time. I'm, yeah, it's so much better than the dad's trip vibes. Like, I know we said it already, but like even just like watching other teams' dad's trips, like I remember like uh, the Leafs had their dad's trip, like maybe a little recently, and the vibes were awful, but that's because Paul Marner was there. So it's like he brought the mood down. You know what? I am a Paul Marner stan. If my son played for the Toronto Maple Leafs, I would not cheer for him either. <laughs> it's funny though, because like Paul Marner is a Leafs fan, so it's almost like Mitch like made him hate the Leafs somehow. You know what? We all get there eventually, no matter what your journey yeah. is. I'm just glad that Paul Marner has become a Leafs hater. I would also be disappointed in Mitch Marner. Like, not because he's bad at hockey or anything. Like, he's great. I would be disappointed because he plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, makes sense. Like, I will say the vibes that Paul Marner, like, exuded when, like, Tavares got, like, his thousandth point or whatever, and he just didn't clap. I was like, yeah. Like, Same. That's, like, me. Same. Yeah. I respect it. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I, I am a Paul Marner stan. I... <laughs> I will not partake in the he's so awful bashing that happens on Twitter. I I support him. I understand what he's doing. Yeah. It is the ultimate, like, why do we bash deadbeat dads for not being there for their sons when we never question if the sons have bad vibes? Exactly. Like, exactly. That is my stance on Paul Marner. Mm-hmm. It's ultimately Mitch Marner's fault. We all agree. Exactly. None of the sons' dad have, dads ever acted like that. wonder why. Yeah, Frank Pinto is on Twitter, like, Mm -hmm. cheering on his son. Maybe because he plays for the correct team. Exactly. If Mitch Marner wants his dad to love him, he should change teams. He should demand a trade. Yeah. It's that simple. I agree. Anyways, another cute thing that happened recently, uh, the Skate for Kids event. That was pretty fun. Um, It's a cool thing. It's nice the Sens keep doing it, um, even though, you know, ownership has changed and stuff. Because it was, it was a Melnick family thing. Uh, anyways, the the kid who had the best time at the Skate for Kids event, by far, was uh, a kid by the name of Jake Sanderson, who was gifted a hockey card that was signed by Claude Giroux. That was a pretty big moment for him, sounds like. It's really nice to see the Sens making kids' dreams come true. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you never know, like... One day that kid grows up and is like, I want to play for my favorite team, the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, exactly. And like, he said he was going to frame it and everything. I think it's just so sweet of Claude Giroux to like, you know, find a little kid and be like, here's a signed hockey card. He, he really made that kid stay. Mm-hmm. I bet that kid will never forget that moment. We should look him up in a few years, see whatever Yeah, Yeah, Jake Sanderson. We got to remember him. Remember <laughs> that name. Yeah. Yeah. Just just a thing we had to talk about because it was really funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um uh, speaking of fun videos the Sens put out. Um they're cuz they're great at putting out fun videos while the vibes are bad. But they also put out a video picking the teams for Sens skills, which is happening like pretty much immediately after we record this episode. So that's really good timing on our part. But 
yeah, send skills. That was a video that I texted Erickson's burner about saying, you got to go watch this video. And like, I was right, wasn't I? Yeah, it was so good. It was like the thing again of like, I don't know what they did last time. But they were like, it was uh, Shabbat and Kachuk like shooting the puck mm-hmm. at like the mini nets to see who get who they get to pick. And it was really funny. Highlights were Shabbat just like every time he didn't get a French guy being like, ah, we need more French guys. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's really, he had a vision for his team. You know, Mm -hmm. he wanted, he wanted team Francophone, something that other teams can't do. Other teams that I can't, that I could mention, but won't are not able to do because they don't have enough Francophones to make up a team. Just saying. Yeah. But again, Ottawa, French Canada's team Mm -hmm. has enough. Yeah. And unfortunately, they will be split up across different teams. Also, yeah, Brady Kachuk being mad either that he didn't get Tim Stutzler or that he did get Claude Giroux. It's a little unclear. He was very mad about it. I, it's so funny. Like, both those guys rock and he loves both those guys. I don't understand what his issue was, but like, good, fair, enough. fair enough. I think he just really wanted Timmy. I think so too. I, uh, you know, obviously by the time this goes up, send skills will have happened. I really hope Tim Stutzler um, recreates my favorite moment from last year's send skills, which is that he did the, the fastest skater competition and then fell down partway through it and then got up and finished his lap. That's so funny. Yeah, this is a side note and I don't know if we put this in episode notes. Okay, Tim Stutzla, I think we mentioned last time, Tim Stutzla should dive more was his New Year's resolution last year. Right. He is pulling through. I don't even know if we gave it to him for this year. He is falling down left and right, especially against the Habs. And it is so funny because it keeps getting clipped. There was this one clip that a Habs fan make that had me crying laughing like yeah i sent it to you because yeah. i was like this is the funniest thing and it was this guy just being like tim Strusla doing tim Strusla things and it was like he got slightly clipped and just he he did like you know a, a figure skating jump kind of he he just like spun around a bunch of times and fell down to the ice and it's like yeah i'm sure he's doing that on purpose like i i'm sure that tim Stutzla thinks that he will get an advantage in the hockey game if he falls down like that. Like, come on. He's just like that. Yeah, like, people are like, oh, diver, like, asking for a call. Like, I literally don't think he thinks he's gonna get a call. I think that he just falls down. It's so funny, because now it's just like they're hating on a guy for, like, falling down. It's like, you should love that. You should love that your opponent falls down that much. It makes it easier on you. (laughs) Literally, like, he didn't even get a penalty there. Like, what are you mad about? Yeah. But yeah, it's so funny. He just, like, this guy just, like, falls down constantly. And most fan bases don't care. Or at least I don't see them getting mad. But Habs fans see him fall down. And it's like there, there's smoke coming out of their ears. They they cannot believe this. Yeah, it's just like, because I understand that their thing is, like, he is trying to sell a call. But it's like, there's no call there. Like, he also knows the rules of hockey and knows that there's no call there. And, like, I think he knows that it's, like, he's nowhere near any Habs player and he's falling down. It's like, who do you think he wants to get penalized? He never gets calls anyways. Yeah, like, it's like, guys, he's just falling over. Like, everyone calm down. I like to imagine they, like, go to, like, whatever, like, their free skate at their local rink sees, like, three-year-olds fall down and he's like, oh, like, this guy's trying to steal a call. Like... 
What about the integrity of the game? This this kid is doing it because he watches too much Tim Stutz the hockey. Like the ice is slippery. Like sorry, you had to find out this way. I'm I'm picturing a guy who sees Tim Stutzler fall down at Sense Skills in the fastest skater competition and <laughs> gets mad thinking that he's trying to sell a call. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, like guys, yeah, when he's doing it in the fastest skater competition, like that's when you know this is not intentional. Like it's literally just how he is. Ah, uh, I hope he falls down at Sense Skills. Yeah, it would be awesome. What a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so thank you, Tim Stutzler, for falling down again. I feel like he listened to us, like, complaining. Well, not complaining, mm-hmm. but we were like, oh, he's kind of plateaued in terms of his, like, falling down and diving. I still, I don't think he's falling down more. I think he's falling down the same amount. It's just that he played the Habs a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. So now people are getting mad about it. That's but true. you know what? Yeah, that, that one fall that people were clipping, like, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. That... I I really appreciated that from him. He picked his moment well, I think. He did. Yeah. I hope he dives more specifically when he plays the hubs. And, like, you know, when he feels himself falling, he, like, you know, adds a little extra spin mm-hmm. to it, right? Like, I hope he's, he's a little bit extra dramatic when he's playing the hubs. Because, I mean, it's probably bad for him because, you know, he gets a lot of hate for it. But I think that it's good for the entertainment value of the game. Yeah. Like... Also, it's just such a silly thing to get hate for. Like, yeah. Sorry, the way. Yeah, didn't he have to like close comments on his Instagram or something? Like the way he was getting so much hate. Yeah, it was last. Well, yeah, a few years ago when he was Mm -hmm. getting in trouble for that. Just wild. Yeah, it's so funny. God, like this is the other thing. The Sens really need to make the playoffs because I really need to see him do this in a playoff setting. I know, because yeah, you just know like. Uh, the, there are so many stupid things that people get mad about in the playoffs, right? And you know, like, this Tim Stutzler will create at least one, like, incident. Like, there there will be at least one thing that happens that is, like, all anyone can talk about that causes a meltdown, you know? <sighs> it's just, it's so mean of the Sens not to make the playoffs. I know. Like, you're depriving your fans of so much entertainment and joy. They would be so entertaining in the playoffs. It's not even a thing of, like, because then maybe they'll win the cup. It's just, like, no, I want to see everyone be so annoying in a playoff scenario. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I think they'd probably lose in the first round. I think they'd probably get swept, just knowing the sense. But, like, they would be funny along the way. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. It's, like, yeah, they would definitely lose. Like, it's not like we want them to make the playoffs to win the cup. Like, okay, that's, like, a whole nother thing. Like, that's... Sorry, I I know we're, like, we retired the bit. It's okay, I've been... I've actually brought the bit back. After okay. they beat the Habs, I I started saying they were going to win the cup. Okay. So... See, then that's... Then they lost, like, seven whatever to the Rangers. Seven, yeah. So I don't know if we have to take away the privileges again. Yeah. I mean, it's funnier to say they're winning the cup the worse they are. That's true. So, That's true. Yeah. Maybe you know, we can yeah. bring it back. I think we brought it back. We were we we just took it away because we were mad at them. Yeah, I'm like, that's the thing. I'm not mad at them anymore. Because they beat the Habs. You can't be mad at them after that. I feel like that's how they felt, too. They were like, we beat the Habs, so we can just, like, do whatever we want for a bit. Yeah, like, you know, the fans are happy. Our moms are happy. Like, it's fine. We're happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was nice to see Tim Stutzel fall down. 
Yeah, and you know, looking forward to send skills. Some of the women are also <laughs> joining them. That's really exciting. I really wish the Sens would like <laughs> live stream this or something because I hate that I can't watch it if I'm not there in person, especially with the women joining them. And also, what was it? Oh yeah, they called it their vlog again. Also, just like last year, they kept talking about how about which team had the more attractive team, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. I love it when they do that. Yeah, I like how, like, after each selection, kind of, they were like, okay, like, where's the attractiveness yeah. at, like, now? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's on the brain. They need to mm-hmm. think about it. I appreciate that a lot. Because I feel like they were also, like, I think, like, a couple times, like, to Chuck or something was like, oh, we have, like, chickens, so, like, we have the hardest shot lockdown or whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. I think more often than that, they referred to attractiveness as if, like, that's the yeah yeah i mean yeah that's the thing that they're really aiming for uh kind of yeah kind of funny considering that's not like an actual competition but i like to think it's like a competition yeah, in the like dressing internal, room, you know like yeah. amongst themselves they're like yeah we need to we need to figure out which team is mm-hmm. hottest it's like a fun game to play at home like while you're watching like figure out who's the more attractive team Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm glad that they are focused on that. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I guess similarly um, to Send Skills, the All-Star game is coming up. And I feel like I've never cared less about the All-Star game, which is fitting for one that is hosted in Toronto. That's real. I, okay, here's my thing. I will take this moment now to come out as a Tate McRae stan. I think... Her album is excellent. Whenever I hear the song um, X's, I can't help but like dance because it's just so like a fun song. So I'm so excited to see her be a coach. I think like it's going to be awesome. I think I only want to watch for Tate McRae. So like they're doing it well, like they're doing their marketing well. It's also like incredible that she's at the All-Star game when her ex, Nicole Sillinger, isn't. That's funny. I see. The thing is, I actually feel like the NHL is doing things really well this year. Like, it, it, I, the format of the All Star Game and everything is more fun. You know, they they're bringing back the draft finally, yeah. and like the um, you know, celebrity co captains and everything. Hilarious. Nathan McKinnon has to interact with Tate McRae. Like, that's that's just incredible content. The only thing is, the actual player selections are so oh, yeah. bad. And so that's the thing. It's like, ah, uh, you know, it'll be nice to see Brady Kachuk there, but like, Brady Kachuk again. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I think Tim Stutz like might be injured, so I'm like, well, like, yeah, he's probably mm-hmm. like low level injured right now. So it's like I'm happy. He oh, won. his hand is busted. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. So it's like, okay, that's good. But it's like, Brady Kachuk has gone to the All Star Game mm-hmm. every single like since when? Like since like twenty. 20- since Eric Carlson got traded, right? Like, that's... Then it was just Brady Kachuk forever. Oh, no, Thomas Shabbat yeah. won one year, and then it was Brady Kachuk forever. Wait, did he? Yeah. I, I can't remember. Okay. He did. Yeah, it's just, like, I understand why they have one player from each team and everything, and, you know, they, they have to go by position and everything. It's just, like, it feels like they've gone so far in that extreme that it's not even an honor for a player to be selected. It's just kind of, like, it's not an all-star game. It's just... We took one player from each team to do a fun little media day. Yeah. And that's it. You know? It's, so it's weird because it's like, it can't be an honor. Because it's like, mm-hmm. like, 
dude, like, who is even going from the Blackhawks? Because Connor Bedard is injured. Yeah, I can't remember. I think they might have actually picked a non-Blackhawk to okay. go. Wait, <laughs> to replace him. Yeah, which is like, that's how it should be. But yeah, it's just, it doesn't, it's not interesting anymore. Yeah. It's, I don't care if a player gets snubbed because it's like, well, yeah, you can only have one player from each team, basically. Yeah. It's also interesting because it's like, I think I see some discourse now where it's like, well, it's more fun if the players are bad. And it's like, no, it's not. No, yeah. Like, I don't understand that justification of, like, like, I've seen people claim, and I feel like they couldn't have thought about this argument well enough. They claim, like, I don't want to see Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl at the All-Star game. I want to see bad guys from my team. And it's like, okay, I do respect the fact that it's like, if I could make all the sense go, I would. But it's like, no, you want to see Connor McDavid do like play yeah and you want your team to have players that are good enough to actually earn a spot at the all-stars so that they can interact with Connor mcdavid like i feel like that's the appeal and i feel like we talked about this last year where you know if you want a version of all-stars that's just players from your team that's called sense skills or whatever skills competition your team does Mm -hmm. so i just feel like like, not to call anyone out, but it's, like, like I feel like if you're trying to market this game and try to be, like, look at our exciting stars, you don't want, like, like, I'm just gonna, sorry to Vincent Trocek, he's just the most recent one I could thought of. Like, you don't want to be, like, look, we got Vincent Trocek. Like, okay? Is he even good? I don't know. Sorry if he's good. But, like, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, you want to be able to market, like, good players. Yeah, and even when it's, like, you know, the justification for Brady Kachuk going was like, well, Brady Kachuk is a bigger name. He's more well-known. He's good with media. You know, he gets to interact with his brother. And it's like, okay, but why is that the reason we're sending him to the All-Stars? Like, I want Tim Stutzler to be there and to, like, crush the set the skills competition and fall down during Fastest Skater. Like, that's, that's what I want Tim Stutzler to do. Exactly. Like, sometimes it's fun because you'll, like, get narratives. So, like, obviously Quinn Hughes is deserving of being an all-star and Jack Hughes is deserving of being an all-star. So it's, like, fun that the narrative is happening, but it's, like, it's more fun when it's not, like, a narrative that got, like, like, it happened kind of like a happy accident where it's, like, oh, they're both really good and they're brothers. Where it's, like, it's worse when it's more, like, just forcing that to happen when it's, like, well, those players actually shouldn't go to the all-star game. You're just doing it because they're brothers. You know what I mean? It's like, that's less fun. Yeah, exactly. And even, like, the draft. Obviously, I'm excited about it, but it's more fun when it's all the best players in the league, you know? And you know all of them and stuff. Like, I don't know. That's more exciting than, like, yeah, one guy from each team and they do their draft. Yeah, I really... But we'll see. Yeah, it's like a thing where it's... Like, it just feels like the league just really doesn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. <laughs> where it's like, that's because it's like that is like a kindergarten vibe of like everyone gets a participation thing where it's like I'm not opposed to participation trophies like for kids and stuff but like this is like a league of like competitors technically so it's like why are we afraid of hurting their feelings exactly like that's just part of the job yeah 
also uh, diversity win. People were also doing discourse about the women's hockey players <laughs> who were invited for the PWHL showcase, which I found hilarious, especially because like, look, like I'm just going to call people out here. They announced the rosters, the players representing each team. Every single team sent the first three players they signed and their first round draft pick. You look at those. And again, this is announced very beginning of January. We're like two weeks into the season. And you look at the rosters. Why do you look at that and get mad that your favorite player wasn't sent when it's very obviously just the first three signings and the first round draft picks? Clearly, they decided this before the season started. Guys, this is a non-issue. Yeah, it's funny because like, okay, I think like at the time that like it was like announced, announced like because everyone, that's the thing, like everyone knew who was going to get sent from the PWHL, but like whatever. Mm-hmm. So and then they were like, oh, it's interesting because like some all-stars don't have like not registered a point yet. And it's like, that's mm-hmm. funny. Like that's hilarious. But it's like, yeah, the, like, mm-hmm. why they were picked. And also it's like, to be fair, it's probably really, even if you were doing it based on like, who has actually like been the best so far it's an extremely small sample size so it's like yeah. i don't think that like i think at that point ottawa had played maybe two games yeah. <laughs> like so it's like you can't really do it that way either so it's like a fine way of doing it i don't know like hopefully then like in like years to come like they'll do a pwhl dedicated all-star game at a mm-hmm. time that makes sense during the pwhl season and actually send like whoever's having the best season but it's like yeah like this is kind of how it had to happen this time i also i find the whole format of like the pwhl showcase like kind of funny because you know the whole fun thing about the all-star game is you take the best players and then you put them on teams uh, in like different combinations of teams right but like that's what the PWHL already is. Yeah. Like, oh my god, these players who are on separate teams are going to play together. These teammates are going to be split up. Like, literally, that's already what's happening. Yeah, like, what would happen if we took all the best hockey players in the world and put them on, like, let's say, six teams? It's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> what would happen? And they were all from different leagues and different teams and stuff, and we just, like, mix it all up. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it is exactly what they did. Um. So, like, you know, I'll watch so that I can cheer for the players from my team, but, I mean, that's kind of it, yeah. right? I don't know. It'll be funny. I feel like I don't know. It would have been cool if they just straight up like combined those players with the men's hockey players, right? Like even had them in the draft, and then okay, hopefully they don't get picked last. Maybe they tell the players like, don't fucking pick the women's yeah. players last. <laughs> but because um, I have no faith in hockey men, um, but yeah, and then just like straight up include them in the whole event. Yeah. I think that would have been fun. I think actually that would have been way more fun because it's like. Yeah, like an NHL X PWHL yeah. All-Star, or even just NHL All-Star Weekend, but it's like, oh, we've also invited PWHL players, which is, like, also kind of what the Sens did for Sens skills, yeah. from what I understand, right? I, like, they just straight up invited players. Yeah, that actually would have been way more fun, because, again, like, the issue with the PWHL, like, th- like uh, format putting being put with the All-Star format is, yeah, again, it's, like, 
we already did that where like we mixed up the players so it's like it would actually be something new of like oh but now we're mixing up like women's and men's players and like that's the next yeah like imagine brady kachuk on a line with emily clark like the chaos (laughs) the chaos with that combination but also it would just be so much fun for ottawa players for ottawa fans to watch it you know yeah that is what they should have done nhl listen to this podcast like that's actually a really good idea like i'm actually very upset that's not what's happening it better happen at Sense Skills. They better have like a short three-on-three tournament later where the women are playing because there's no body checking at the All-Star game, and that's the main reason that you say women can't play with men. Like nobody's actually trying there. So like just just combine the teams, you know? Yeah. I actually I can't believe they didn't do it. <laughs> like that's actually so stupid. NHL hire me. Yeah, please. So like last year we were mad about the lack of alligators and we were right like oh my god if they had just had the alligators as part of the event like it would have been so much more fun and now we have another complaint and another suggestion and they're still not going to listen to us yeah yeah but i will watch the pwhl showcase mostly for like the media content and stuff Mm -hmm. oh my god i have been so obsessed with pwhl media content like Obviously, the games are awesome, but my other favorite part of every game, other than the play, is the, like, uh, uh, interviews that they do between the periods. I know that they do that for men's hockey, too, but it's, like, I feel like there's just so much less content that exists for PWHL players that, like, whatever. I know. Like, oh my god, I'm so excited. Like, what's gonna happen? Oh, it's so nice. It's so nice to finally have so much women's con- women's hockey content out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so awesome. So many Audible players have TikToks, and, like, they're so yeah. good on TikTok. Oh it's, it's incredible. Did you see the TikTok? Um, oh, my God. Who was it? It was, um, why am I blanking? Carly Jackson and also someone. Oh, and Emma Malte. Yeah, yeah. The really recent one. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> my friend sent that to me. Yeah, it was so good. Like, that's what I'm saying. I can't believe we've missed out on this for so long. Yeah, or even, like, there's there have been lots of great TikToks with Ottawa, mostly because Alexia Gia is, like, yeah. a TikTok influencer. She's incredible. But there was one video that was really funny, because Emily Clark is also big on TikTok, and she posted one where it was her, and I forget which other player. It might have just been Jinsey Rose, because it might have been, like, the alternates or something, but they were, like, annoying uh, Brianne Jenner a bunch. <laughs> and it was just, like this is the vibe of the team apparently you know like Brienne Jenner I I love her she is she is the mom of the team she's like that on Team Canada too it's wonderful yeah so awesome yeah the vibes are just so excellent right now even though I guess most recently they lost but it's still awesome yeah unfortunately they have been losing recently which is depressing it sucks when when both our teams are losing yeah I was gonna say like they are going sense mode of like losing just a little bit oh my god the boston game it was very sense vibes of them where they were almost they almost made it to overtime and then they lost in regulation that was the most sense thing they could have done yeah it hurt so bad and then Yeah. yeah most recent game they've been again though they've been losing in overtime which is something that the sense yeah i guess so the sense when PWHL Ottawa mode because the Sens lost to Boston in overtime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's been a theme of just like losing in overtime. Yeah, and the thing is, like, yeah, obviously losing in overtime is like better than losing in regulation. But I'm also finally adjusting to like the PWHL point system where 
losing in overtime actually is not as like good as losing in overtime in the NHL, right? Because you don't get half the number of points that you would get. You get a third of the number of points, right? So it's like actually one point really doesn't mean as much as it does in the NHL. Yeah. Which is funny because like at the time, like when the point system was announced, I was like, this is a good point system. It's and still better, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's still better, but I was of the belief that my team would win more. But now yes. that it's like this, and they only get one point from an overtime loss, I'm like, this league is rigged. Why did they do Yeah, this? like, sorry, losing in overtime should be artificially inflating our, our like, yeah. points in the standings. Like, um, what's up with this? It's actually crazy, because it's like, okay, obviously, like, losing in overtime in the PWHL is still better than losing in regulation, but it's crazy that, like, in the league that losing in overtime would actually give you like a huge like advantage mm-hmm. the team that's in that league can't do it but mm-hmm. the team that's in the losing in overtime means next to nothing is so good at losing in overtime yeah yeah like, they got it that's love. that feels very ottawa yeah yeah and they've been playing well enough that they deserve to win but they're still losing mm-hmm. which is also very ottawa vibes yeah it's frustrating but it's like you know what I still say they make the playoffs. They're still okay. in the playoff spot. Yeah. Guys, yeah, it would be kind of embarrassing if they didn't make the playoffs. Because four out of yeah. six teams make the playoffs. I really want them to make the playoffs. Yes. I also, I hate Montreal so much. Because I have now seen Montreal play three times. Twice against Ottawa. Oh once uh, against New York. Because I just went to a game. Um... And, like, they're not even that good, but they just win because they have the best goalie and a few stars, and it pisses me off. They're going to win the cup because of this. I'm so mad. It's not how a team should be constructed. It's It's just, it's against the integrity of the game. It it is not fun. I'm... Yeah. It's cheating to have a good goalie and a few stars. Literally, it is. Yeah. It's just, it makes me so mad. We could also potentially, I don't know if we want to talk about this, there's been, like, minor discourse about, like, the shooting percentage in the PWHL is too low. Like, how do we fix it? <laughs> That's so stupid. It's just, it's because they have the six best goaltenders in the world playing. Yeah. Like, let's reverse this. Let's not say shooting percentage is low. Let's say the save percentage is unusually high. Well, yes, because the six best goaltenders in the world are going to be very good. If you doubled the amount of teams, I feel like the talent level at forward wouldn't be as severely diluted as the talent level at goaltender, right? Because it's just a small sample size with goaltenders. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. So yeah, it was stupid. I saw, I don't know if you saw the take of like, they need a different puck. That's what? just they so unbelievably puck. stupid. Like, that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Especially, yeah, whenever people are like, oh, we need to change the rules about women's hockey because women's hockey players aren't at the exact same level as men's players, it's like, okay, how about, as an experiment, for, like, a few decades, we just give women's hockey players the same resources that men's hockey players do, and we see if that helps them improve. Like, why don't we try that one first? <laughs> and then yeah. if they don't improve, then we can find some other changes that we can make to, you know, to even things out. But how about we address the fact that many of these players, like, just straight up have never had the resources that men's hockey players have had? Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, it is hilarious that it's like the first step is never like we should do more funding. And it's always like, 
new puck like i don't know but it's like um yeah that's very silly and also it's like yeah like this is simply what happens when again it's essentially six super teams because mm-hmm. they're all the best players mm-hmm. like you're not gonna get like shitty teams no offense like they're mm-hmm. like no in, okay except toronto no offense yeah but it's like <laughs> toronto's the worst but other than that it's like all the teams are gonna be good so yeah that's just silly discourse i don't know if we wanted to dedicate that much time to it because it's just like silly it's so unbelievably stupid but speaking of pwhl and going to games and stuff i have in fact uh since our last episode attended two games in Montreal. Once was, I was just going with a bunch of friends. Uh, Yeah, it was against New York. And the other one, uh, I went to the Ottawa game yesterday. And gotta say, the atmosphere in Ottawa is so much better. Like, okay, I will I will issue an apology. I did make fun of Montreal for having low attendance, and then they promptly broke our attendance record. So, like, okay, y'all showed up. Like, I'm happy. I'm glad the team is doing well. I can't chirp you for having lower attendance than Ottawa. But the in-game atmosphere is still lacking, I find. I believe it. Yeah. I just feel like the, like the vibes can never be matched. They like, can't. The attendance might be overtaken, but the vibes can never. Yeah, like, first of all, they uh, they always chant, let's go Montreal, which is the worst chance. Like, aren't you supposed to be the francophone team? Like, can you not come up with French chants? This is outrageous. It's also, like, the first verb you learn. Like, it's aller. Like, I don't know I if know. you've heard of it. Like, Isn't, like... Have you not heard the Habs goal song, which is Ale, 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 Mariad? Can't you just sing that? They sing Ole, Ole. Yeah, okay, fine. That's like toward the end of the game when they're winning. They gotta come up with better chants. Literally, yesterday, my friend and I, whenever our, whenever Ottawa was on the penalty kill, we were chanting, jailbreak, jailbreak. Nobody took that up. Like, nobody else chanted that. We were being innovative. We were coming up with new chants. And not only did they never pick up that chant when their team was on the penalty kill, they also didn't even push back against us cheering for Ottawa. Like, okay, in our last episode, we talked about this one Montreal fan at the home opener who was trying to chant, let's go Montreal, and we shut him down and booed him, which is how Ottawa handles that kind of stuff. In Montreal, there were several moments where, like, the crowd, at least in my area, dead silent, and my friends and I were chanting, let's go Ottawa, over and over and over again. We had other Ottawa fans a few rows in front of us in our section who picked up our chant. We were, like, going for it, chanting, let's go Ottawa. Silence. (laughs) Nobody tries to shut us down. All we get is a few, like, dirty looks and people talking shit about us in French, clearly assuming that we did not understand them. We had- people were saying straight-up offensive things about us, just, like, to their friends, clearly, again, thinking, like, oh, these stupid Anglos aren't gonna understand the way we're insulting them. So stupid. So dumb. I was saying, also, before we started recording, if you should assume that any- player is gonna or that any like fan is gonna speak french it's probably the fans that you think are from ottawa because like that's gonna be the most bilingual place other than montreal exactly like yes if somebody is speaking if people are speaking english amongst themselves and you are in montreal and they are cheering for an ottawa team 
it's actually a pretty reasonable assumption that they can understand you shit-talking them in French. Yeah. So that's one thing that's crazy. Yeah, the other thing is just, like, instead of, like, talking shit and saying offensive things, just, like, come up with a good cheer. Like, just heckle us! (laughs) Just boo us! Like, Montreal fans are always like this. It's like, I think, like, very early on in our podcast... I talked about this one time that uh, the Leafs were in the playoffs and I saw a guy in a Leafs jersey walking through downtown Montreal and not a single person heckled him. Like, what is your problem, Montreal hockey fans? Like, what has happened? Like, Ottawa would not let that fly. But like, yeah, no. we we have like, you know, it's kind of fun. It's good natured. We're booing you. We're heckling. We're like, you know giving you shit for it and that's what i expected going to this game and cheering for the opposition and instead i just got yeah dirty looks and like weird insults that i wasn't supposed to hear apparently like just boo me Mm -hmm. that's not the vibe like they don't understand they don't and actually okay i do have i do have one complaint about one person in a Hobbs jersey who did something very rude to me um but first of all okay to to get the full picture of this story we need to talk about something that i forgot to mention in our last episode and we talked about what's in and what's out for 2024 okay and i need your opinion twitter user erickson's burner um what do you think of this trend of people bringing signs to the glass to go watch the warm-ups that are just begging for pucks. This was discourse on Twitter after I forgot to mention it on the podcast. What do you think of this? Okay, I think that it, like, depends. It very much depends. If it's a little kid who it's like, this is my first ever game, can I have a puck? Or whatever. It's like, sure, you know what I mean? But it's like, I think it was more, it was better back when it was like more new where it was like I'll trade you skittles for a puck and that was like innovative but now it's like kind of overdone and it's like I feel like you need to like bring something new to the table that's not just like can I have a puck please I know and I think I also just think it's kind of lame that like you're just going to the glass to beg for things like just write it's my first game go sense go and then hope that the players are going to give you a puck like to me that is the vibe that is more fun than Mm -hmm. yeah every single sign just being begging for things and you know the parents made it too like yeah that's the thing anyways like so that's frustrating but i agree that's the thing i will yeah i'm gonna amend my earlier take of like if it says like it's my first game can i please have a puck i think that's definitely worse than it's my first game like yeah Mm -hmm. and like you're my favorite player type thing it's like that's like more of a like because that feels just like more organic even though it's like not Mm -hmm. really still it feels more organic to then be like wow like that's cool i'll give Mm -hmm. that kid a puck other than just like the parents were like please 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 give my kid a puck exactly so with that in mind I need to tell this story because I went to this game early yesterday. I went down to the class and I was once again wearing my Toronto 6 Michaela Grant Mentos jersey. I could have worn a Sens jersey. I was kind of on the fence, but I was like, no, I want to wear this. And I was at the front and my friends hadn't arrived yet. So like I was alone and I was like, I'm not going to make a big fuss. I just want to, I just want to stand at the glass. And naturally I was like, I'm not going to like ask for a puck or anything. However... I am wearing a Toronto 6 jersey, so, like, I'm kind of hoping that maybe, you know, my plan is, like, either Michaela Grant Mentis or Daryl Watts, like, just notices me and, like, skates over and gives me a puck and, you know, 
that would be so nice, right? If they just organically noticed me because I'm wearing this, like, jersey from their old team. So I'm standing there, and then a woman in a Habs jersey with kids also wearing Habs jerseys goes up to the glass, stands next to me, and starts banging on the glass, yelling for players. And there was, like, you know, a little hole... Like, she was sticking her hands through, like, literally sticking her hand out (laughs) into the ring, being like, give me a puck, give me a puck, banging on the glass for, like, the entire warm-up, right? Here's the thing that I cannot get over, right? Uh, You know, she's wearing a Habs jersey. Her kids are in Habs jerseys. Like, clearly she is not here to watch Ottawa, right? Of all players to skate over and give her a puck, Michaela Grant Mentis whose jersey I am wearing, standing next to this woman, skates over and gives this woman a puck. And of course, she probably didn't notice my jersey. She probably, she couldn't tell that it was hers, literally. But I was standing there like, do I wave? Do I show off? Like, what do I do? Again, I'm alone, so I don't want to make a fuss. And I'm like, it's really tacky. But I could not believe that this woman got a puck from Michaela Grant Mentis when she probably doesn't even know who Michaela Grant Mentis is. Like, she got her puck and then just walked away. Habs fans do not deserve rights. <laughs> That's so annoying. What the hell? I'd like to think that Michaela Grant Mentis was just like, oh my god, she's so annoying. Here, take it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, not Michaela Grant Mentis' fault. I'm not offended. I would I would never criticize Michaela Grant Mentis for anything. She's literally perfect, but I am mad at that woman. Yeah. Yeah. Habs fans are literally the worst. They ruin everything. Like, why would you also wear Habs jerseys and then go on the Ottawa side? Literally, like- I think... I see that's the thing I suspected that it was well okay maybe she was just seated, seated in that area so it was easier oh, yeah. but I wondered if it was because there were too many kids around the Montreal side so she thought, she thought she'd have a better chance from the Ottawa oh, side so annoying like at least wear an Ottawa jersey then I know it's like you know clearly she'll go home and be like oh my god my kid got a puck from the PWHL game and like you know great for the kids whatever the kids didn't seem to care that much though but like you know great that the kids got a puck good story but she won't even be able to be like oh this amazing player who is so awesome gave us a puck like that's the fun story I find is the player who gives you the puck not just getting the object from the game I agree because it's like that is the cool thing. It's like, because it's like, if you're just begging for a puck, it's just kind of like, and then you got it. So it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, yeah, you're right. Like, there's no story there. But it's more cool if it's like, also, it's just like, yeah, even though you're like probably less likely to get a puck if you like go on the home team side, it's like, presumably, like, these are the players that like your kids are going to like more. So it's kind of like funny that it's like, oh, I got a puck from like an Ottawa player who like she probably doesn't know. Mm-hmm. instead of being like oh i got a puck from like a montreal player who it's like yeah that's cool like i root for montreal it's like that's the thing if i was on like an opposing side and like someone okay it depends i was about to say something crazy i was supposed to be like if mary could be playing like give me a puck i wouldn't even want it yes i would but it's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like if it's this if it's like an auto pwhl game i would go on the ottawa side and just be like mm-hmm. hope you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't, like, try to get a puck from the opposing and, team. And, like, I wasn't even there to get a puck. Like, personally, yeah, I no, just exactly. wanted to go up there and, like, watch the players and see them up close. Everyone smashed Meyer waved to me, or possibly to the, the women in the Hobbs jersey. But I, in my head, it was me. Yeah. So. That's the thing. It's just, like, 
I think you just need to like if you have a kid with you it's just mm-hmm. like better luck because yeah. they want to give the kids pucks which is nice and which was fair I was like yeah the kids could have the pucks I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stand here and beg for a puck like I am above that yeah. <laughs> I will not do that but yeah um yeah. Habs fans suck they're awful mm-hmm. I'll just say Habs fans suck and also if there's a kid of someone listening who I can borrow for a puck let me know <laughs> Yes, that's how I you get one. I also just love, like, the banging and putting your hand through, like, the camera I know. hole or whatever. Like, like, okay. like, they're animals in a zoo, you know? <laughs> like. Oh, my God. Terrible. That's hilarious. Yeah. Habs fans, fans need to, like, this thing. They're always talking about, like, we are, like, a historic hockey city. Like, this is the most storied franchise, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, then act like you've been here before. Like, why are you mm-hmm. acting like this? And again, why are you above trash talking opposing fans of opposing teams? Like, okay, to be fair, at one point, um, my friends and I did end up on the Jumbotron because they were showing all the Ottawa fans toward the end of the third period, and we did get booed then. But, like, you gotta boo us when we're actively cheering for the opposing team. Like, otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, that's so funny. We need to, like, do an explainer, I guess, for, like, Habs fans, or, like, Montreal fans, mm-hmm. like, Montreal hockey fans in general. Like, this is how you act. Like, yeah. you need to boo players. You need to boo fans. It's yeah. so funny. And this is also, this is a call to action. If you are a Ottawa fan in Montreal, or even if you just want to go to more PWHL Ottawa games, make the trip to Montreal I think we need more Ottawa fans to invade the Montreal arena. Because clearly, <laughs> clearly they're not going to stop us. Clearly they don't care. They're going to let us cheer for our team openly. That's so funny. There's no resistance. We can claim that. Like, we can claim their building as our own. Literally. It was kind of funny that it was sort of the opposite. Like, we talked about, you know, obviously, Habs fans going to the PWHL Ottawa versus Montreal game and, like, expecting that they'd be able to cheer for their team and then being shut down. For us, it was kind of the opposite. I felt like all the Ottawa fans were going to this game being like, oh, we're, like, we gotta be quiet. They're not gonna let us cheer. And then just slowly testing the waters and realizing like oh actually like we can we can cheer all we want and they're just gonna like give us weird looks and again <laughs> say offensive like a f- straight up offensive insults like yeah, just like- why are you comparing us yeah like comparing people to like disabled people basically like just being weirdly ableist to like random people as an insult what what is the yeah. point like, I don't under- also, like, okay, maybe this is, like, on me, but it's, like, I always expect, like, a women's hockey space to be, like, a more, mm. like, oh, like, socially aware and progressive space than, like, a men's hockey space. So I'm, like, oh my gosh, like, doing that at a women's hockey game is kind of, like, expect more from you guys. And it was young like, women saying that, too. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe that's just, like, my expectations. But it's, like, you know what I mean? Like, you expect uh-huh. it to be, like, a more, like, welcoming place, kind of. Man. Like, in that sense. Like, you expect to be booed for your team affiliations, but, like, yeah. not on, like, any, like, discriminatory basis. Exactly! That's the thing. That's what a lot of hockey fans don't get. Like, it's fun to just be a hater about your team affiliations as long as you don't make it more serious than that. Habs fans mm-hmm. always make it more serious than that. Although the vibes at PWHL games are, like, better than other games. Like, 
really every night is pride night in the pwhl it's wonderful <laughs> it is it is so amazing um That's yeah actually a thing i noticed uh as a difference between the two games i attended the first one i attended it was the first game at uh place belle in laval and they had a very very long kiss cam and it was all straight couples and we were like looking around us like this is not the vibe what, what are you doing <laughs> like you were finding every single straight couple in the building but then the second time it was a little more diverse they did have some gay couples as well on the kiss cam so they're learning the playlist was also a little bit better the second time like before it was really just the the laval rocket playlist so they're improving it's getting slightly better mm-hmm. but they still have a lot to learn yeah i'm also gonna say just as a side note i cannot believe the kiss cam is still a thing right because i was because okay like you'd think sometimes where it's like okay like that's nice like if a couple is like being op- like affectionate like in public it's like mm-hmm. yeah probably then they'll get put on the kiss cam that's nice whatever but the amount of times i've seen the kiss cam be on straight up the wrong people like people who did yeah. not come together it's like okay so you are just picking two people randomly and being like hopefully it's like it's nuts yeah or the amount of times people start yelling at the camera like we're siblings or something like oh my god yeah. <laughs> or like yeah it's just like nuts also, the like, kiss okay. cam is only good in fan fiction when it's used as a plot device to get the characters yeah. together that's that it's good in real life no because mm-hmm. straight up i get like anxious going to sports events right like, oh my god like i don't want to be on that like it's uh, like that's the thing is that like if they like the only time you should be on the kiss cam is if like you're able to like request it or something yeah. like, otherwise i'm just like uh. but again like some people don't mind so it's like fine I'm just like, I can't believe that this is still a thing, given, like, the error rate of, like, yeah, picking up siblings, picking up people who are straight-up strangers. It's, like, it's yeah. so funny. I know. Anyway, my mini rant. Like, Montreal, what is your problem, truly? Also, this is going to be, like, an extremely Ottawa complaint. I'm sorry. P- feel free to make fun of me for this one. But the entire intermission in Laval, like, both intermissions they just play like loud music it's like a dj prosper set the whole thing and so it's like okay for a little bit like it's fine i get it it's fun but like if i'm there with my friends we want to be able to hear each other talk like we're we're debriefing about the game i'm explaining all the different like storylines and all the lore i can't do that while the game is happening like i should be able to like chill a little bit yeah I, like, agree. I am not a huge fan of just, like, loud music, <laughs> like, in intermissions. Mm-hmm. I think it's nice when it's, like, I like the co- I like the games that they play. Like, you know how sometimes yeah. they'll, like, bring people down and play games? Like, that's more fun. It's, yeah. like, also gives you something to, like, watch and cheer for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fan bony is pretty fun, you know? <laughs> I know Matt Bosti is listening to this because he, because yeah. <laughs> he apparently he doesn't listen to podcasts he hasn't been on before, which sounds misogynistic to me. Yeah, what the hell? So a we man can has say to that be on the podcast for you to listen to it, Matt Bosti. This is a call out. Yeah, exactly. Well, it would be a call out if he was listening, but since he's not, we're gonna say that the fanboni rules. We love the fanboni. Yeah, and everyone loves it. Famously, Matt Bosti loves it as well. That's what I he heard. He does. 
every day he goes on Twitter and begs to go on the fan on the fan bony. He yeah. always says he he wants to go on the fan bony so badly. Every time he goes to a Sens game, he's talking about how badly he wants to go on the fan bony. Yeah. Everyone believe this unless it's refuted, which it won't be. So there you go. Unless it's refuted on this podcast. Well, <laughs> no. No, well, because then we'd have to bring him on for him to refute it. No, ignore that. Unless it's refuted. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's it, right? Yeah, I think that's every- we, like, went a lot of places this time. We, like, there wasn't a lot to talk <laughs> about, I won't lie. To be fair, we still got, like, a decent amount of, like, on here. I think there was, like, a 10-minute Percy Jackson intermission, which was nice. Yes. Um, and yeah. I did wonder, you know, um, in our last, in our, like, first ever episode, it was, like, halfway through the season, and we did mid-season grades, and then we never did final grades for the players, and, yeah, last episode, because it was, like, the one-year anniversary, I was like, should we do mid-season grades again, and then we didn't, um, and, yeah, the sentence just passed uh, the halfway point of the season, but we're not gonna do mid-season grades. I have nothing else to say, we're just not going to. Maybe yeah. final grades this time. Yeah, Maybe. That's so funny. We're like the worst, um, like props in the world. Of like, yeah. here's your midterm mark. You'll never get your final mark. Uh, we are grading this season. We are grading the sense as a group project. Everybody failed. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you know what? I don't care who did more work on the group project and who did less work. Collectively, they all get the same grade, and that is. Well, in Canada, we say an R, not an F. It's an R. Yeah. Also on the four-point scale, it's like less... It's like a zero, I guess. Yeah. Because it's like a one minus. It's like a D minus or whatever. So there you go. Everyone failed. Everyone got needs improvement on their um, learning skills. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the SENS should be be made aware of this. It is a group project. (laughs) You all get the same grade. Yeah. That's that's the only thing that's fair because collaboration is the main part of like mm-hmm. what we learn. So yeah. if you were unable to collaborate, you don't deserve a good mark. So there you go. Exactly. So, yeah, with that, um, gonna finish the episode. Go sends go. I guess. Yeah, go sends go begrudgingly. <laughs> yeah, I mean there are no Habs games to look forward to are there that's all that really matters oh they're playing the Red Wings soon that'll be that'll be fun oh yeah, yeah we'll see yeah. they'll have that's their chance for extra credit <laughs> maybe yeah. we'll, it, we'll it'll give them a boost to get a D yeah a passing grade if yeah the Habs games plus that you know we'll see might be um, enough yeah so you can follow us on Twitter or Blue Sky at Elite Sense Brain or at C Beata E at Erickson's Burner. Uh, follow us on Tumblr, elitesensbrain.tumblr.com. Read silver7sens.com and subscribe. And with that, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Uh, okay, are we episode Jacob Bernard Docker or someone else? Let's see who's out. Who else has worn twenty four?
Antoine Volchenkov. That's a good one. Let's let's go with that. A nice treat for uh, Luke Peristi and the rest of our elderly listeners.